Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Don't Talk If You Don't Know, the unofficial official podcast dedicated to all things high-level teamfight tactics in North America, at least. My name is Frodan. I am your host, as always, joined by Bryce once again, who is not just a person that, of course, covers high-level TFT, but also competed in the Failure Cup. Uh, Bryce, how you doing, man? How's your weekend? I went dead last, uh, but it was fun. My weekend was great. Uh, my I mean, I played and it was terrible, but I had fun anyway. And I mean, I, I definitely could have played better. I, I, I like could have been a lot better prepared. The meta shifted so fucking much. Oh, my God, it was a completely different game. Weekend one to weekend two. Uh, and I also didn't high roll. Like I didn't get any of the like giga broken stuff to be able to just like get free free W's, which is kind of important in that meta. So I don't know. I, I, I'm glad I competed. I had a lot of fun with my friend. My friend was a total homie and let me uh, let me take a little break from hanging out with him to play for six hours. But so otherwise, I was just like hanging with my family and, and my best friend from college. It was a really fun weekend. Awesome. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we recap the Freer Cup in total. But we also are joined by the winner of the Freljord Cup, racking another dub to his resume. It's Team Liquid's Kurum X. Kurum, welcome back to the show. How was your weekend, <sighs> buddy? Pretty damn good, right? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, winning is fun, so. <laughs> a lot more fun than losing, that's for damn sure. When was the last time you won the previous tournament? Because the, the the cup that came to mind was, like, like Summit, but I was, like, thinking about official cups, which was going back to regionals. There had to have been something else between them, but I wasn't sure. So was this your first win since regionals in an official circuit? Yeah, like, besides Summit, it's my first win. Uh, like, when, dude, winning a TFT tournament is fucking hard, man. Like, so it's hard. fucking hard. <laughs> like, like, okay, getting to, like, final day, I think, like, consistently is, like, not that hard if you're a beast. But, dude, winning? Like, winning is fucking hard. Like, you have to run good. You have to run hot, and you have to play hot. Like, you have to be, like, everything has to fucking align. So, yeah, okay, wait. Yeah. I want you to rate your play on a 1 through 10 scale and then rate your luck on a 1 through 10 scale. I mean, I played for like Giga Top Four. Okay, because it's a real meta, right? Like, I I probably played like more four costs than like most of the players in the tourney. So like most games I was playing like Giga Top Four, and then like if I just get a fucking free win gifted to me, fucking Darius Katarina box, like I'll play for first, you know. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, I had like three, probably three fucking games like gifted to me final day out of what seven. So that's pretty fucking lucky. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. I know. Um, I, I was like looking over. I was like, Kerm has Darius 3 at 4-1. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, it wasn't nearly as crazy as some other stuff that I saw, like a Z3 on 3-2 by Robin. Robin, you also had a, had a crazy... What, 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 what do you react to that? It was, it was a crazy-ass high roll, was it not? No, nah, it wasn't even a high roll, dude. I had like a thousand gold. It's It's normal. It's normal variance. <laughs> sure sure robin how was your weekend how you've been moving a lot's been going on from you actually people weren't even sure how informed you'd be because of how busy you are irl so uh second's an amazing result for you again yeah i mean i've been pretty busy but like i feel like i, I always have time for tft so like man like the people saying like yeah dude robin's out of form like they always say i'm out of form like okay if i have low they said the same shit about me they said the same shit like you said the same shit about you 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 i'm allowed to say that they're not allowed to say shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm allowed to say that about myself it's fine (laughs) 
hey, who, you're, was you're saying on, that? who was saying that you're on the show with the believers by the way dan drafted you in fantasy Kerm and i oh, drafted right. robin in fantasy oh i, I got current for half price i was willing to go double the amount of price but people just stopped Wait, I, like, price, right. I thought i thought i thought you were not a believer Wait, who who's believing? Who's no, believing? No, 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 no. I Bryce carried believer. Bryce's team. Believer. I had ha- half of Bryce's team's points, I think. Yeah, true. Wajin, Wajin <laughs> and Pocky both day one. I Dude, Wajin, after day one, what, what was your reaction? Fuck? What was your reaction? You're like, what the Well, fuck? so I didn't watch at all, right? Because I was playing day one. So we got to the end. Dan was like, oh, at yeah. one point in the middle of the day, Dan was like trash talking fantasy. He's like, my fantasy team's so good. And I was like, bro, I have no idea what's happening in fantasy. Like, I'm paying zero attention, but good for you. And then <laughs> I got, got to the end of the day and Pocky went like actual dead last. And then Wajin busted too. I can't believe that. I thought they were both going to do so well. Okay, he didn't go dead dead last. Uh, Emily Wang, unfortunately, as I'm bringing it up on the oh. screen. 11 Wait, Bryce, points. you didn't even do that bad. You said you went dead last. And I, well, I had to swing for the fences, too, because I, I had to go I had to go top three. Wait, you doubled, you doubled Emily's points. Oh, you, you outplaced Pocky <laughs> and clear. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bro, I thought, I thought you went actual dead last, and you said no, you went dead no, last. No, I didn't. I didn't. It, felt, it felt like it, though. It felt like it. I mean... Wait, really? I feel like getting to day three is pretty fucking good. Oh, I was really happy with that part. I just yeah. wanted, I, I wanted, I, I was just, I was just bummed because I felt like I was in really good form and I was super confident, felt like I had a ton of edge in the opening weekend. And if we had played the same patch, I think I actually could have, I could have hung. But when uh-huh. the, when the patch happened and then like two days into playing it, I was like, this is not my style of patch. I don't know any of these lines. So I'm like desperately trying to catch up. I, I was work. I was super busy at work because we had had the week off beforehand. So I just like I, I was basically really confident the first weekend. And I had no confidence going second weekend. So it just kind of felt bad, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Do you feel so Bryce, you've competed in a lot of TFT events now. Where does this rank in terms of the amount of pressure? Because this is the farthest you've been in official competition since getting an invite to like the cloud nine set three regional qualifiers, <laughs> but you also almost spiked, but that was also a smaller field of 16 players. Yeah. like that. So oh, I threw that one. I, I, I like giga through that event. I choked super hard. Um, yeah. I mean, going into day three, I was, uh, so I'm usually pretty nervous playing in tournaments to be totally candid. Like I, I, it's not something I'm super used to. And I feel an enormous amount of pressure from people to not like, I think that a lot of my, like, it, I feel like it impacts my credibility as a caster, and so I don't want to flame out. And then I also just put a lot of pressure on myself to perform. Mm. So I'm normally pretty nervous. Like, actually, normally when I play in these TFT tournaments, it's like the most nervous I ever get. And then going into day three, I was like infinitely more nervous. But I actually think game one was probably my best game played of the day. Nice. Like, I got, I took, I took a second in a low roll game. Like, I think I played awesome that game. Um, like played I, I took second with like a standard challengers board stuck at level seven i like giga sweated positioning i rolled down a bunch of times like yeah, I, I, yeah. I i think i played the game well so uh i was super nervous going in but i actually i'm not sure nerves is was my issue to be honest i think i think my macro was pretty bad i think i doomed a couple of games by committing to the wrong line and i didn't hit in terms of augments and didn't hit in terms of units either yeah, Kerm had a game like that too, where he looked like he was kind of doomed and he kind of made it work on seven and, and then brought it all the way back for a lot of seconds and thirds. And I feel like that was a really underrated part of the meta in general. In fact, that was like a big thing of why people underestimated Kerm, right? Kerm, like people were like, it's what? a reroll meta. Players like Kerm are not reroll. I mean, Robin's not exactly known as a reroll player either, but he's totally fine. But w- when you hear that, do you feel like that, that you're like, okay, that actually makes sense. I'd agree with it. Or do you feel like fired up? Because you're like, wait, how dare you? Like, you think I can't, play in this kind of meta like what goes through your head career when you hear this kinds of criticisms i mean it's more like i mean like okay like twitch chat especially like people always speak in like hyperboles right just because mm-hmm. it's a real meta doesn't mean you literally can't fucking click a four cost unit 
Yeah. So it's that's like, I, I think it's just, I, I mean, it's just ah! like, shush! <laughs> His dog's name is Twitch Chat, apparently. <laughs> All right, Robin, as Kurum handles that, can you respond? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, like, uh, okay. So what is what is a who who is a good reroll player to you guys? A good reroll so player. Person Pock, who flamed Pocky, out is Pocky Pocky's a good reroll player. Um, I consider so, Milk to be a good reroll player as well. Let's, let's pull up the list. Like actually. what? What does a good reroll player uh, mean? Like they're good, willing to go good reroll players find. Okay, uh, there's a, I would say there's a bunch of things to it. Okay, so a good reroll player knows how to build a board, kind of a fluid board state along the way. A good reroll player understands the important conditions of the comp, like what makes the comp work. Um, they they understand like when you can greed and when you have to uh, roll deep. Like I think, for example, that when when Milk was a 2020 Kledge player, I think that the true skill Milk expressed is his deep understanding of his power relative to lobby power so sometimes he would take he would say that this board is stable and it looked weak and it was stable and sometimes he would say this board isn't stable and it looked strong because he knew he needed to get stronger with what was going in the lobby so that's just some of the things that that are you know make a good reroll play i think comfort on a bunch of the different reroll lines so you're not like listen if you're if you just knew how to play kale going into this tournament that was problematic <laughs> just knowing to play kale but if you could play kale and all the other reroll lines that probably makes you a better reroll player so there's still plenty of room to express skill in reroll. It's just a lot less than obviously. Wait, wait, would you guys standard. consider Solus a good reroll player? Uh, probably. I would, yeah. I would consider him a scary one in tournament. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be in a in a lobby with Solus and I and I open up a Z box and I realize that Solus also is in this lobby. Bro, Dishov, Dishov was unaware. He was unaware, bro. Uh, you know Solus? He you played. Mean? He played three games. Solus played three games of like flex. His first three games, he went like 6.5 average placement. He didn't play a single non-Z game for the entire tournament after that. <laughs> so, so, so when Dishov looked, Dishov was unaware of this fact. When Dishov looked at Solo's spot, he saw Rod Tier Belt. He said, there's no fucking way this guy is going to play Z. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Solus just fucking send it on 6 and hit Z3. And Dishov goes dead last. And then I won the tournament. <laughs> yeah, Solis, That's yeah, why you like, won. Uh, oh my Solis, god. Um, Help me and Karum actually. Like he, he yeah. just like fuck dish soap, basically. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just go to dish soap's vod and I and then and then I go to dude, it's it he he got so fucking tilted, but it was, it was I love listening to him all though. Like it's like it's like yeah. refreshing kind of Okay, wait, I had I had an idea for Dish Soap stream because I think he's a legendary molder too. I was like I pitched him on this. I was like, Dish Soap, you should have an different overlays, you should have like DEFCON levels for your stream. So as your like mold levels go up, you have like different overlays. Because you know sometimes he gets so he gets so moldy that like anyone says anything to him, it doesn't even have to be that bad, and he just starts banning them left and right. Right? Well, so like, like it's, it's like therapeutic, you know? Yeah, it's like exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's he like loves it, what if, what if you went to Dish Soap Stream and it was like mauled level five and it was like all red <laughs> all over the place and he's just banning people left and right? And he, you know, he gets a first, he's like, okay, we can go back down to four now. He's another first, okay, now we're down to a two kind of vibes. Like I, I think like it'd be it. really I funny. like it. It's like GTA, uh, like like the like the police or the yes. stars. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So that way because uh, I was like, Dish Soap, when I go to your stream, I want to know immediately where we're at in the in the mauled spectrum. Um, that's valuable to me. Uh, that's that's too funny. I wasn't aware that that's why he went eighth. I, I remember he said that he had like a spot where he thought he was good for Zed, and then someone contested him. Oh, I mean, he would have been good. Yeah. 
If he was uncontested, he would have been good. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's supposed to win. The, he, he's supposed to win the tourney, but like, uh, like he went eighth that one game with like Solish just like griefed him, and literally Solish just griefed him because like Solish is not supposed to play Zed from that spot. And then, uh, and then the other game he went eighth as well with like Darius Gold Collector from like a really good spot. I guess he just missed. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he said that like he couldn't get like the stacks rolling like in time <clears throat> type of thing. Just like a classic like fall behind the curve with Noxus. Is, and then is, is Gold Collector good on Darius? I've done it before. It only from good. but only from way ahead. But like if if you are way ahead, then yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh, Solus, by the way, no one, there's no one else to put it on if you're actually uh, angling Noxus. That's the problem. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, especially if you're playing like total domination or whatever, it makes it much worse uh souls by the way you did mention that he like didn't play a non-zeddy game for the rest of the tournament he started off yeah. like six seven eight and then yeah. he went one one two to qualify for day number three and made what like a beast. huge comeback <laughs> again uh didn't yep. make to the final 16 but he missed out on tiebreakers to Prestivit, who nearly slid in which brought us to our top 16 and finally our top eight uh and then Kerm, i guess like you know as you're going through this you didn't bot for the entire game. You said that you felt like you were getting lucky, but at the same time, I kind of want to know was like what was going through your head. Did you realize you had won the tournament? Were you like kind of taking it easy? Were you feeling nervous at all? Uh, no, I didn't feel nervous at all. I mean, I don't know. It felt really easy to top four for some reason. So I was just like playing strong boards on stage two, and usually it was just good enough to top four as long as I didn't like completely troll later, like like troll my transition or something. Like I mean, it was already a guaranteed top four. And, and then, like, the spots where I can actually play Noxus, like, I can just go fucking Giga top two, because this comp is so broken. So, I mean, that, that was basically my strat. I played, I played zero KL, and I was willing to play Zed, but every single fucking time I call Zed, it, it drops me, like, a belt, and then someone, like, commits Zed, and I just have to pivot. So, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I played, like, any Zed either. So, it's I just played like... a, lot of, uh, a lot of Azir, a lot of Noxus. Did, did I even play anything else? I don't fucking you remember. You played Challengers. You played Challengers. Oh, yeah, I played Challengers I went through your bots, well. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right, uh, question to Robin. Out of all the... So you, Kerm, dished up top three. Out of the people four through eighth, who was the most impressive <clears throat> players that were with you in the final lobby? Four through most impressive four but through like a, eight. Another player that you want to call out of like who had a like, good performance that didn't necessarily like win or top three. Okay, well I didn't watch any of their games. I I just know uh, probably DQA, because um, DQA always does well every single tournament. He's pretty underrated. Yeah. I feel like I feel like dude. I feel like Kurum is underrated. I feel like uh okay, Dishup was not underrated because everyone thinks he's the best. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I feel like yeah. Kurum is underrated. I feel like I'm underrated, and I feel like DQA is underrated. And uh, we I, feel do, like, we, I feel like you're pretty rated. Dude, every time, every time at like uh at like uh the don't talk if you don't know like rankings, like I'm always like freaking like eight to eight to eight, nine, ten or something. Um, but I feel like and it's so so DQ is also pretty low too, and, and you're pretty low too, Karam. But I feel like us three, we do so well every single tournament. Is that so, wait, okay, uh, yeah, let's start with asking why that is. I why, why Robin, why do you think people are underrating you? Out of curiosity they just watch me stream and they watch me play and they and i'm like an idiot sometimes and like i do stupid plays but then they just think i'm bad because they just watch me play on stream. <laughs> okay, I, I, I feel like i'm one of the i feel like i'm actually one of the players that that do significantly worse on stream um um so like box box bootcamp i play a lot of games off stream and i think that's the difference because got when when, it, when, when lp it. doesn't matter i play every single game on stream i don't play a single game off stream like rarely mm -hmm. um and I, I feel like the like I have really bad like uh 
like I can't multitask and stuff. So like I feel like me reading chat actually like affects me more than other players. And I think it's because did I'm you like, uh, did you play off stream today? Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. Uh, but, okay. but 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 like but like usually like Bokplex Bootcamp, I play on stream, mm -hmm. and when I get off stream, I play like infinite off stream to like six a.m. or something, and then I go to bed and stuff. Damn. Well, there you go. Those are the strats. Like, that actually makes I, sense because Dishup did the same thing too, and that's why I know, I know you've been popping off there. like every tourney lately. So like people like like didn't well didn't they people, rated like, me pretty, on they, fantasy like like hella like for for a lot of money. they rated yeah. me pretty well like um the last 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 don't talk if you don't know for like uh last set regional that was yeah. the only was... time though I was like rank three or something right I was like the yeah, highest yeah, I got. I'm, I'm yeah. looking <laughs> you me on that one. You were. Robin, you were second on the one before that. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, second's pretty high, man. The, the I mean, okay. That, the were, <laughs> He's underrated were, at second, Bryce, were, don't you, you know? Were, you were sixth, the one before that. I was surprised when you said that you're always in the H10 range. I think that you're... You, underrated, underrated. I think that your default is somewhere in the 5 to 8 range. And then <laughs> there are metas where, that are better for you and or times where people perceive you to be in better form. And then you wind up in the top three. I don't think you, you've never been won before. That's for sure true. Um, but I'm surprised. I'm, it's interesting that you have a chip on your shoulder because I agree with what Kerm said. Like your your underrated list, I think Kerm does get slept on. I think DQA does get slept on. I'm not sure that you do, but it's interesting that you feel like you do as a player. Is that? Do you think it's because you're not often mentioned in the same conversation when people are talk, listing like, here's the best player in North America? Do you think that, that your issue is that you feel like you belong in that conversation, but you're not putting it often enough? Yeah, probably. Like, everyone's like, oh yeah, Dish Soap Sets Go Gap. Mm -hmm. And then Dish Soap Sets Go Weijin Gap. Mm -hmm. And then like, uh, Weijin Pocky Gap. And then like, you know, like, even like Pocky Gom gets put up there sometimes, you know? But like, but like, I never get put up there. So yeah, that's probably why. But also like, also like, probably like, I think when I was ranked like second and third, those are the only two times I was ranked pretty high. I think, and well, then, you and you went up around like four, five, six, a decent amount, but you're, but it depends what you call pretty high. I think there's only times two times you've been in the top three. I feel yeah, like yeah. people treat Robin as like the gatekeeper to the elite. It's like people ranked above Robin is usually where they put like where they think is in peak form and a threat to like to actually be the favorite winning the tournament. And then Robin's always like the first person in the tier below, which I think is underrating him. I mean, you know, you know why it is? It's because like me. And Robin, like, we, we 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 don't have like a super flashy playstyle. Yeah, you're not flashy like. at all. You're just solid. You guys are. And you then, and then, you, and then you have player, and then you have players like Clear that just like refuse to play stage two. And then they say like Robin has like a lower cap as a player because he plays for top four and Spotsy needs to play for top four, whereas Clear will literally never play for top four no matter what. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I mean, that's just being bad. Like, I, I, like that's not that's not like. Ooh. being a first race player like that's just playing incorrectly <laughs> so I, I, like I, I don't know like like sometimes you just have to fucking cut your losses and go forth like it is like uh, like just because like it's not flashy doesn't mean it's not correct uh, well, I, don't, so I don't know this oh, is an area where i think you, where i i think two or three sets ago the two of you were almost identical stylistically where you both essentially tried to play from ahead no matter what in stage two you were just constantly tempoing out and trying to play for top four i think robin has shifted his game quite a bit like robin robin correct me if i'm wrong you're still a top four oriented player for sure you're still really solid but i feel like when i watch you today versus when i watched you a year ago 
you're way more comfortable playing from loss streak early than you were. Um, and you're more willing to go for top one oriented outs if you think that you're in a spot for it. Now, that doesn't mean you're always going to be a spot for it. And maybe you're always going to lean a little bit more top oriented. But I think you're a little bit more versatile stylistically than you used to be. Is that true? I, 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 I feel like I actually learned something about the game every set. Like, I feel like I'm improved, actually improving every set. And looking back, like, I definitely used to overslam items for no reason. Yep. You know, like I overslam items for no reason when it has no value on my board. Um, I, a lot of times I, you know, like I used to three, one level and roll, you know, a lot, a lot of times when you don't really need to, uh, a lot of times I have two pairs and I think it's good to roll, you know, and then, and then like after watching like Setsuko and Dish Soap more, um, I finally understand the game a little bit more, you know, like. Back then, I think I, I played for top four and I get a fourth. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm a beast. I got a fourth, right? Um, but then, like, when, 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 when your spot, the AVP is supposed to be, like, two, you know, then you played incorrectly, right? Yeah. Um, like, back then, I just thought, like, top four, like, is a, is a win, right? Not always. Um, so I, I, think, uh, I think I'm just learning something every, uh, every set, just getting better as a player. So, um, yeah, definitely changing a lot in my game. And, like, noticing, like, what my weaknesses are and, like, I'm working on them. Yeah, I think it shows for what it's worth. I, I think you're a much better player today than you were when I when I first started watching you however long ago. Kerm, how about you? Because I feel like you've improved a meaningful amount as well. Do you do you feel like you're kind of scaling up set over set or do you feel like your your level of play has been pretty consistent throughout kind of your your peaks in your career? Oh, no, I mean, I, I feel like I learn like more and more every set as well. Like finding. OK, you know, you know, the, like the hardest part about TFT is like the balance between like overrolling and underrolling and and just finding like that perfect balance where like you're supposed to sit and where you're supposed to roll and where you're supposed to push and where you're supposed to chill like it's like really hard to like play that that spot perfectly and i mean i i've i've definitely had spots where like oh my fucking carry has like a bunch of dead items and like i i should roll to zero but then like i'll just sit and then like vice versa so i mean i feel like i'm just getting better and better like every set and a lot of that is not really through playing the game. It's more like watching the game. Like, I, I honestly think like players like Dishop are just making the region like a lot stronger than like yep. by, like almost like by himself. Like you know, like watching him play and like comparing your play to, to his play and just like f figuring out like like understanding why he does like certain things. I don't know. Like, uh, I, I do feel like I improve a lot by watching other players, and I, I probably learned the most from Dishop. So. He said that he, in, in terms of the study group prep, as we transition to a little bit of a slightly different topic, is that he, got, he like lets you guys, you know, quote, copy his homework. What does Bro, that mean? Yeah, what? He, 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 like, he, he like tries to keep an edge. What, what do you mean? Bro, this like, guy, this guy released this guy doesn't, this guy doesn't share before shit, the study group. <laughs> like, he doesn't, like, he shared his little tweeting, tweet thing, like, what's going to be OP next patch? He didn't even say a word in a study group. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fun to talk about as a study group, but I don't perceive you guys to be much of an actual study group. I mean, I mean, I mean to be honest, you guys like, actually outside talk about of, stuff? like, it, it's like it's like when you turn your fucking homework in like last minute right like yeah outside of like literally like one or two days before the tournament like no one fucking like discusses yeah. shit <laughs> i mean that's that's like very different like, like we're not we're not trying to we're not trying to like i think like the other group is trying to go like one two three four five on ladder like who, yeah. who gives a fuck like like it's ladder man like like all of us can Ooh. can fucking like a top 10 top five like anytime we fucking want no yeah like I, I, i'm I pretty like sure that. all that like matters that. is like winning tournaments going to worlds 
and, and winning worlds. Like those are like the only things that matter. The, yeah. the thing the thing is last last set, um Dishop actually uh or like we actually talked a lot more. And then I think uh Dishop realized that like we're all competitors. Yeah. And like he is making his he is giving his edge away by yep. um you know like studying with mm -hmm. other people kind of also like our group is just like it's way too many people now like it used to be like three or four now it's like six and that's literally like that's like one third of like regionals low-key yeah so like <laughs> so like uh yeah. yeah he's definitely talked a lot talks a lot less now but i think uh when regional comes like we'll definitely talk a lot more like i, I think when the important tournaments start happening like we'll definitely like talk yeah. a lot more and be in call but like these small tourneys like we just say we just ask like one or two questions like you know maybe get in call one or two times it's not that like we don't do yeah, that me, much me so yeah. and Dishop, just like Played in call for like three hours before day one and I, or day three. And I think that's like all we really did. I call uh, this group, Bryce, the, the NA Avengers because they all just disperse to their own corners, but they just like meet up very briefly for like one mission, which is like the tournament. And then they go their separate ways. If you compare and contrast that with some of the other study groups who just talk all the time, every day, yeah. multiple times a day, if not just straight up backseating and proving each other. This, this morning, when Soju woke up to start his stream, he goes, okay, anyone got me with spark notes? How come I wake up no spark notes? Hello, at here. Any spark notes? At milk. At here. At everyone. Bro, for spark what? Notes. Wait, for what though? Like, I don't care. Like, I don't get it. Like, this thing like, is like only everything. playing like, for, basically, for like, a what, screenshot? What? No, like, Because, like, the like, tournament's like, not even on the patch. Like, just... Just, like just just play the game right like who cares yeah like, uh, <laughs> i think what i think what he wants is like the hey give me tell me what the meta is like give me the high level download right it's not it's not information that oh, yeah but like it's not like anyone really knows right yeah but you can you have you, listen if you if you fell asleep and you woke up to the new patch and you were trying to figure out what would you say to someone i would tell i would tell them like invokers broken oh yeah oh yeah you can go Tarek sure, broken sure. auction still really good right like, i just mean like is he trying to like right? assemble the fucking troops to like oh no, 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 no he just wants the spark notes but then but then in the lead up to the event yeah they're, they would have been they would assemble the troops constantly like, and like try to play together and talk about stuff i think i think they do a lot more active prep than you guys do and that's true i, think yeah, some yeah. Of the I mean I, I think so too but uh I mean, outside of like tournament patches, I, I doubt we're really gonna fucking talk much. But we're, I mean, we're all friends, so like, we'll randomly just go in Discord and fucking jerk off together. But like, we're not gonna fucking Whoa. like, we're, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna like go in depth about like meta strategies and stuff. Like, we all have our own play styles and like our own like uh, convictions around TFT, right? So like, yeah. just because TFT or just because like I say so, like, or, or, or I guess a better example is like just because Dishop says something doesn't mean that it becomes like the word of fucking god like we're I, i'm we're, you still fucking disagree with them and say like good take your fucking trash so <laughs> I, I mean like we all have like our own convictions over like other shit so i mean i love it outside love of, it. like outside of tournament days yeah we don't we don't really do much so i just oh. want to know who's captain america in this group and who's iron man that'd be that that who, who who's who robin who, who, oh, who I, I, you're, I, i'm captain america okay Excellent. And then, Kern, what does that make you? Iron Man. Uh, sure. uh, who's the weakest one? Who's like the weakest Avenger member? That's DQA. Haw Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> All right, DQA, yeah. DQA is Hawkeye. It's like a normal, a normal dude who can shoot well. <laughs> okay, is, there, is, there, is there like an Avenger that like can also like grief his teammates? Because that's, that's Solus. Like, like oh. who, who would... Who would who would the, the Hulk? The Hulk, like, like ne Nebula, <laughs> who, like who becomes like an unstable <laughs> acting actor in this space? Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah okay yeah it, 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 yeah that's fucking soulless like he's unpredictable and like he can just randomly grief you for no fucking reason even like though that. like, like he's that. supposed to like you know be your teammate or whatever i got some testimonies from players i usually like to ask players for quotes about how they did performance we mentioned dqa so i'm just gonna read his quote anybody feel, feel free to react and we can move on DQA says, overall, I think I was really happy with my play, even though my set started off pretty rough because I'm off school currently. I've dedicated a lot of time to watching and playing. I think if I was just slightly cleaner, I could have won the whole event. This is the first tournament set in a while where I felt this motivated to play and learn all the lines. I also think the day four lobbies were really nuts this time. Almost everyone you expect to make day four made it. Big congrats to Kern, Rob, and Dirsup. I think they all were really good going into it. Our study group clears. Uh, DKA went on to, uh, after this, say that he feels particularly motivated because of the December land. He wants to, like, really try hard for it. So I thought that's really cool. Oh, I've wait, never really seen DKA. Really right? Right? Yeah, this but, is... like, set nine, like, is, 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 like, a seed qualifier for it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it is? is? Wait, it, set it, nine well, matters for this land? They yes, haven't announced does. exactly what it's going to be, but there's going to be some kind of priority registration for people who have had a certain level of performance. So it kind of, like, guarantees your spot. Okay, do we do need you, to, do you, like, know, do you know if they're flying anyone out? Like, like if I get rank one or something, they'll fly me out? Or no? I kind of doubt that they spend money on flying out NA players. It would not surprise me if they fly, flew out people from other regions in order to get, like, more representation. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. But, we'll but, see. But we'll on, see. On Time the, can wait. On the QA point, I, like, so I talked about it on our first show that I, I, I I'm excited to see DQA motivated and trying it because I think he, I completely agree with what Robin said. I think DQA is ridiculously underrated. I think the number of top, like, no, you guys are, you guys could both be underrated. I could buy that, but you guys aren't like, you don't get memed in the same way. People, I think there's people put a lot of respect to both of your names and fear you appropriately um, in tournaments. DQA is constantly, like his gameplay is looked down upon by a lot of elite players and I have no idea why. I think if you actually watch DQA when he's playing well i, I, I think it's just because he's quiet like he he's doesn't he's quiet he and he, he doesn't stream much he's young like, it's because he's young it's because he's he also, actually he, no like he's, he's super also, busy with like real life shit. Yeah, he's with Robin, real life. We, we can just yeah. stream like every day and like it doesn't matter like, you, you guys devote you know something like 80 percent of yourselves to tft and he and he dedicates like 10 percent of himself to tft and his his consistency of performance is fucking bananas when you think about how little percentage of his of his time he actually puts in tft um i, I rated him sixth going into the event i'm oh, not also I'm not, just like, I'm not at all surprised to see him doing this well i think he plays I, so he's, much valorant so yeah. that, like, like <laughs> yeah. of course he's gonna get fucking memed like he plays so much fucking valorant yeah oh, his, his skill ceiling right when, when we talk about like the elite of the elite i think his skill ceiling is at that level i really do yeah interesting interesting all right, well, I have another quote from another player in the top eight. It is Jack, who was, it's his quote, first competitive set where he's taking it seriously. A lot of people say that when they have their good performances. Bro, they, they, it's always everyone's competitive set. As soon as they pop off, it's- Yeah, as soon as they pop off, oh, it's the first time I'm taking it seriously. I know, I know, we've heard that. D-Pay said the same thing last set. This yeah, it's my first Jack. time taking it seriously as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow so you went first in box boss boot camp and second in fairly oh. cup so impressive yeah man. this guy this I mean, guy won a really young rookie tournament i took seriously since step four actually since i won step four regionals <laughs> it, it was funny because it was funny okay just as a small note before i read jack's quote is that when when robin went one 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 five one one at set five regionals 
we nominated him for esports rookie of the year when he'd been competing since like set three so it was yes, like yeah. a year and a half and we're like all right whatever rob can get nominated for it so yeah there you go tft the first time you do really well is when you took the set competitively it was but... yeah it was clearly taking it seriously for the first time that's why we had to make sure he got rookie of the year nom uh, yeah agreed all right all right let's read this jack quote real Oldest quick rookie. <laughs> he said i was satisfied overall with my performance this weekend while i definitely could have performed better it was really nice to see the work that i put in this set actually allow me to produce results there's a few games i think it nerves got the best of me but i think that won't be as big of an issue as i get more competitive experience i'd like to thank my friends and my study group like Weijin, basso dace Minhi, philip malala and showtime no no it's not, not, showtime. Not, that's not what that says that is not what that says not showtime yeah can you oh, read that one again not <laughs> oh Weijin, uh, basso dace malala philip Minhi, not showtime all the support Bro, okay uh, there's no way like showtime contributes to, to that to that group dude <laughs> <laughs> like, i feel like showtime is a meme player like he's more of a meme than solace and like honestly that's pretty fucking hard honestly i'm i i continue to say this whenever showtime comes up some of the best branding in tft oh yeah yeah <laughs> he's, he's, the amount of, the amount of conversations showtime winds up in relative to his capability and performance is <laughs> is mind-boggling I mean, he's definitely the, the most talked about Hearthstone Master player of all time. Oh my god! <laughs> like, like, there's no way there's a more talked about Hearthstone Master player than Showtime. Agree. Holy, oh my god. Here's a quote from Kiyun. I don't get it. I practiced so much 2-1 opener, but I feel like, <laughs> fuck, I'm so bad in solo queue. I was getting 2-1 reroll spot like 70% of games, and I'm super confident, confident, super fucking confident in 2-1 comp, but I have no direction 2-1 50% of my game. I just default auction with no direction, so I farm fifths and I have like zero Batus. So that's his tournament, which actually <laughs> sounds very similar to what Soju put out, which was Soju says, I suck. Bro, there were so many games and I'm just playing for fifth, but there's also games I high roll but don't convert to top three. Like, what am I even doing? Dot, 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 dot. Any comments about these fifth place gamers, Kerm, Robin? Oh, I, I, I think that kind of goes back to like what I said about like, like, people think just because it's a reroll meta means you literally can't click a four cost. Like, they're probably giving up, like, strong boards to, like, only tunnel on, like, any reroll angle they can possibly see. So, I mean, I think so. I do for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think Soju, like, he, he, he's doing it. He, he's, he's gotten a lot better, but, like, he gets way too creative sometimes, right? Like, there's this one game that he was, he was with me. He was 100 HP streaking the entire fucking game. Um, playing like um, playing towards Akshan and he just ends up taking double trouble three and he plays like Akshan, Akshan, Urgot, Urgot, Sed, Sedge and he goes fifth. Um, and, I, and, and I think if he just played like normal Akshan, like he would have done better. But I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like <coughs> this, this kind of like, like Soju gets too creative sometimes, I feel like. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, but, uh, I can agree with that. Yeah, I didn't really watch all their games, so I don't know about Kiyun or Soju, but I, I just know that like Soju threw that one game for sure. And no I feel worries. like in tournaments, you can't, you can't throw, like, I mean, obviously everyone makes mistakes, right? But I think it's just about, you know, if you low roll, try to get like a fifth or sixth. And if you high roll, you need to get that top two. Like, you won't get that chance again, because next game you might low roll, you know? Exactly. Yeah. DQA in chat right now says he was 100 HP with double trouble three trickster at Wolves and end up fifth somehow. So, yeah, exactly what we talked about. It's a high roll spot that you need to convert didn't convert and that that stings and those games often tell you even more than just like those eighth places bryce but you know um oh yeah you know at summit you, you remember that game where we have seven eight you know i think me and souls were both like five streaking the krugs that game right 
Yeah, yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys yeah, were super we, far we, ahead. But the commentary of that game was that it was basically over it. Legendary. Yeah, that's that's still the greatest game of TFT I've ever been a part of. Oh like, man, that was great. Pretty sure, was great. me and him were literally like not even playing the game after after the like stage two because it's like it's, it's actually impossible. Like it's it's actually an impossible uh like worldwide. Yeah, when when we went to your guys' boards, we were actually we were we were stunned. We were these bo- those boards were so bad. Well, I had last <laughs> on Jack. My, my final carry when I your died, by the way, was last for Jack. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, to be fair though, like everyone sucked at that point, but like last yeah, was for Jacks. Dude, like, milk. On, when man. we went to the board, milk couldn't stop saying how bad your guys' boards were over yeah, and over. If you, if you go rewatch the cast, it's gonna be like, no, you guys, you don't understand. These boards are so bad. We're like, milk. We know. We're looking at them, bro. <laughs> yeah, credit where credit's due. Milk was calling you guys to go seven eight, and you guys hence did. So uh, right, that was the, like the the the, mo- the largest like display of teamwork. In, it in was I've, oh, I've in TFT history. Yes, sixty two. We'll never see that again. Yeah. We'll never see that again. Uh, speaking of the players that were kind of in that 7-8 range, a player that also top 8 is Phoenix. I wanted to get some quotes from him. He said, historically, from my experience, I'm terrible on reroll patches, so I'm quite surprised by how I placed this weekend. I wish I didn't play this one KO game that led me going to the most uncontested 8th I've ever seen, and I had to make up with a high roll Zon game and one of the most insane mid-games yeah. I've ever played in with my life, with some random Lux Kaisel duo carrier into a first. And prior to the weekend, I wasn't just trying to get into form because I played day one and day two and realized that after day two, I wasn't in form at all. And a lot of decisions being made a whole round later than they should have. Overall, happy that I got seventh with no bonus points going to day four in that uncontested eighth game. Also, as a side note, and this is my favorite part, I kept saying that I was going to clear Soju's entire study group to him in DM, and I almost did. It's all good, little man, in parentheses, Soju, Legoland. (laughs) So the context for people who don't know is that Phoenix was originally going to be one of those people to join Soju and President and Kiyun and Milk's group for practice and then got denied entry. And so there's a little (laughs) bit of, like, frenemy, but, like, you know. He's in now. He's in now, though. After this performance, they're like, okay, you you deserve (laughs) Oh, really? I saw him messaging in there earlier. Wait, okay, how many people are in the group? I think, I think any more than six is a, is a grief. Well, it's not. I mean, it, it, I think it's. I think it is six because Dan and I don't count, right? So it's. Oh, okay. it's we're so uh, we're, we're filling out a scrim lobby if they need us to. Basically, we're we're observers, and we we try to be observers in all of this stuff, right? It's uh, like the thing it's is, just, like it's just really good for group. us as casters to like have access to what everyone's talking yeah. about and like kind of be friends with everybody. But we're not. We don't actively contribute in the same way. No, no, no. I mean, no, I mean no. at the at the end of those sets, like the people in your group, you're gonna be competing versus them to go to worlds. Like you don't want to. <laughs> Yo, showtime exactly, is exactly. Good. Showtime is here. Yo, I just watched this vod. That is legit some bullshit. <laughs> Wait, what? <well>, for what? <laughs> I assume I was just talking shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh no! Honestly, like, uh, I, I was just memeing. Like, I think yeah. showtime's actually pretty good. Cause uh, you know, you know, last set I was I was really impressed by the Showtime getting top five. Like I I I I couldn't fucking believe my eyes when I saw Showtime top five on leaderboard. Hold Boom. on, man, you're you're that that is the the day one Astro Cup champion. Forty four mm-hmm. points on the board. Put some respect on his name. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't think that guy has ever popped off in a tournament. No, yes. he did. He, <laughs> he did. Oh, he did. He won Astro you Cup. You got forty-four points on day one of Astro Cup, man. He won Astro Cup. No, no, no. Day one. You're quoting a day one like Disneyland performance. Like, like who? Like, didn't Emily go fucking Giga first? She did. She almost tied Showtime. She almost tied yeah. Showtime. Yeah. 
Okay, like, I don't think we should be quoting, like, Day 1 and 2 performances as, like, uh, like, no flame to, to like, Day 1 or tours. But, like, I, I don't think, like, that should go on the resume. <laughs> right, I, I agree. Enough. For what's worth, I made Gangly in his in his stats. I made him like I was like, you gotta, you have to find a way to exclude week week one performances because there should, were always people should. who's like whose stats, like their top four percentage of their AVP was really good, but that's because they were always playing the opening weekend of the cups and shitting on people and then playing the second yes, weekend. So yes. I was like, you gotta you gotta exclude that data, the... man. Like, oh, I mean, according to uh, the Runeterra Reforge like spreadsheet, you know, after, like going into the tournament, Emily was the best player in. NA, right? Yeah. In fairness yeah. to her, as someone who who very much felt that, like it it the patch completely changed. Who knows how good she was on the second patch relative to how good she might have been a beast. I didn't watch the game. She might have been a beast on the first patch and been bad at the second patch. They were so different. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, uh one final quote, and this is a person that didn't finish top eight, but I felt like it was a really good feels good moment was Appy's. He had a great tournament. Yes, he didn't make it to the final lobby, but had a great performance so i got a quote from him he said as far as my play this weekend i think i had a lot more fun and was more present in failure cup than i've been in a really long time felt like i was finally playing the game the way i wanted to and, and that makes me really happy because i think appies is just a player that people want to do well kind of the rambling type mm -hmm. of like good vibes and feels when he, they do well um so hopefully we get to see more of that uh we want to compare our power rankings and be held accountable this is uh something that we do every uh, episode of reviewed so uh Kerm and, and robin we go through it uh and the answer is that we got a little bit less good. than half or a little bit more than half we got eight players let me see if i have them all here so we have dish soap milk setsuko and then we missed on Wajin pocky we got Kerm robin and then we missed on Gubum's dpay and then soju precedent dqa and then we missed on clear boss of skills and darth noob and that brings us to our award winner for best ballot of the panel, which is drum roll. Is it Mr. Prestevent. Prestevent had the best because there was a five way tie for who had the most correct number of people to make the top 15. But he put Kerm third and DQA ninth, which was the highest by those people who had tied for that point threshold. So a lot of faith from precedent, especially in Kerm, particularly one of those extra points. Congratulations. Wait, who didn't uh, vote Dish of one? Who was it? Oh, just I'll give trolls. you one guess. I'll give you one guess, Kerm. Solus. No, he's not, he's not about, here's the ballots. Here's the ballots. People who voted Frodan, Bryce, Robin, Nature, Setsuko, Gangly, Soju, Admirable, Clear, Iniko, Gubums, Presvin, and Keon. Who do you think didn't vote for him? Clear. <laughs> yes, yes, man. It's fucking clear, man. <laughs> fucking clear. It's fucking clear. Put clear number one. No, no. He, he, he put milk number one. Oh, well, you know, I mean, yeah, milk's guess, a beast, but yeah. like, it's not, yeah, it's not a bad guess, but like, come on. Dish Soap was so clearly the best player. It's actually a joke. Like, he was, anyone who's, oh, Nathan also did not vote for him. <laughs> like, until Dish Soap has like a single patch where he noticeably struggles on yeah. ladder, like, you can no. not put this guy one. Like, it's been so long since I've seen this guy struggle on ladder. Like, it's yeah. been so fucking long. Like, it's, it's just, it's disturbing. Yeah. Like, it, like, it, it, like, there's no other word. It's just disturbing. Like, like, can, can someone, like, please, like, just bring this guy's ego down and just fucking send him 888 <laughs> like, in, in Disneyland? Like, holy fuck, man. I know, like, I, I, know. I don't know. Like, no matter what levers Riot Games pulls, like, this guy somehow finds a way to fucking go 2.5. Uh, he's, he's just, he's too... <laughs> 
he's too thoughtful and too well-rounded right so like when everyone was mostly fucking around in pbe he was actually like testing a whole bunch of things and and so he started with a huge he started with a huge lead on the field and he just doesn't give up the lead because he's just constantly like at the forefront paying attention to what's happening in his game studying other people's games making sure he's on top of the meta he's too clean in his play and his and his macro decision making. he's the best macro player i've ever seen i've never yeah. seen someone hold all of the correct outs in their head and he, he never plays stuff you're not supposed to play he knows all the stuff that you should be able to play including niche outs and then he knows the conditions for them and it feels like every single time he chooses a line it's completely correct it's just so fucking good you mean you mean like on ladder or what do you mean no tournaments ladder just his he, oh, it, it doesn't matter he he did i think he plays them the same i mean way. i think i think if he actually like chose the correct line in like two more games like he would have won the tournament over me you mean are, you, so, are we counting the zed game as a bad line yeah 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 i am <laughs> don't worry there's always so it's not that good stop his, his ego is already because i actually like, think like good. i actually think like especially in tournaments like line recognition is probably like well, the so, most important like part of the game is line recognition because that's what allows you to start making good decisions I, I think that Dish Soap does have weaknesses to his play, to be clear. Like, I think I think his macro is the best of anyone, but I think his micro is is just good. I think he can get outplayed in the micro pretty hard sometimes. But like, really? yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just good. It's it's it, I would I mean, I would say very good relative to like your average player in a tournament. But if you're talking about if you're comparing him with the other elite elite players, someone like Milk, when Milk is sweating, Milk's micro is fucking insane. Dish Soap's yep. micro is not insane. I, I ah, honestly think it's actually pretty good. Dishop is uh, good. biggest strength. I, I think is honestly like his early game, and I think if Dishop had like a similar strategy to basically like what I had this weekend, which was basically if if the fucking game isn't like throwing the reroll line like in your fucking face, you just try to tempo and, and play for top four. Like I honestly think Dishop would have outplaced me this weekend. Like I think like he overforced like reroll pumps like. In some games, and that's like the reason he uh, he didn't win. But no, the reason he didn't win is because of soulless. Oh, Souls. I mean, I mean that's just a that's just that's just a fucking research diff. No, <laughs> that's a monkey oh. turning on his trainer diff. Oh, I got I got research diff a lot this turn. <laughs> like, okay, actually. okay, you can't look at soulless spot and think he's gonna play that. But like, unless you're a knower. But Maybe. unless you're a knower, exactly, exactly. Why don't you ask? Why don't you just ask soulless in, in chat or something? <laughs> Like, yo, oh, I mean, you should already Zed? know, though, to be fair. <laughs> There's no one that's going to skip between Solus and the U.S. Okay, but like wants. Tier Bell Rado, I don't I wouldn't even know. I, I feel like if someone is 20. OK, honestly, I mean, I don't know who's 2020 nowadays. I don't well, even know. All, OK, all I was trying to say, <laughs> like, Aqua. Aqua. Of, course, of course, like, I'm not trying to flame this show. All I was trying to say is, like, just because he's the best player, like, yeah. he, he's still open to making a lot of mistakes. Totally. Everyone. Yeah, that's the thing about, that's the thing about tournaments. Yeah, TFT is too hard. Like, I feel that's the thing about tournaments. Like, I feel like every player is like good enough. It's just about who can make the least mistakes. Yeah, it really mm -hmm. is. Like, it, it's such a small sample size. Like, all, all it, it's just who can make the least mistakes. I I disagree with the notion that every player is good enough. But uh, maybe at regionals that's true. But not every player. Like, no, I feel like I feel like at regionals like, there's huge gaps. There's like no, I, six I, players. No, seven players on the final day that can win the tournament. Like, I feel like there's like ten it, players. Like, I feel like there's like ten players. I feel like. The game is not that I feel like it's pretty narrow. Like I feel like or like a lot of like there there are some games where Dishop can like
player diff someone, you know, like that one game, he's supposed to go 18 and third with like the Kaisa, Gwen, like long distance pals. Yep. But I feel like this set or like the last patch, it was there is, some lines are so narrow. Every player is going to play the exact same line, slam the exact same items, go for the same exact items on carousel that it's just about missing. It's just about like making less mistakes on like, like, like on your roll down and like positioning. And I think, but I, I, I think like, I think like the, the lines are like too narrow. That is patch uh, division, though, patch. right? Like, yeah, it I is. Thought, I, it I is thought that this patch sure. patch was was a much higher variance patch, um, and I think it be a lot of it because of what you're talking about, right? Like, did I you? Mean, you also it, just have to. You, yeah. I feel like if you get Darius Cat on from Orb, a lot of players are going to play the same way. If you get Auction from Orb with the sword, like mm -hmm. the top ten or top twenty players are going to play the exact same way. There's not that much variance to it. Like, there's not much difference to it. That's why I think I always remember this when Sock said that. Like that. That's why he likes that four chosen because chosen made the game so wide because every player will play like if there's no chosen you know like this certain shop like the every player is gonna, most of the players are gonna pick the same units go for the same items on carousel you know like stuff like that yeah because so, like the know. nature of the game like you have to build up and make econ like while building up so you, you have to commit early if you want to make good decisions and yeah like if, if, some, fucking, if some fucking guy just randomly fucking contests you from left field it's like all of a sudden you're playing for fifth at best and I mean, yeah. I think it like, depends a lot on the patch and and also like the relative skill of the other players. Like, mm -hmm, I, 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 mean, I, I almost I almost got day one or day three because of like two games. OK, one game where I had tricksters, tricksters to Leon two one and, and then uh, degree and Emily both pivot in from like really, really terrible spots. They went eight, seven. And, and, and then I went I went six. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> The no, triple like seven, holding. eight, triple yeah, and, and then and then um, the, yeah, like it, it, it happened in like another game too. I don't remember the specifics, but like I, I do think like you can have like a very very clear direction, and, and then like you still have to get lucky. Like like people have to like you have to you have to kind of rely on other people to play correctly in, in, in tournaments. Uh, yeah, it depends. To, to, like, Some really, especially on people to play to get, to get the like, best results, you have to. Especially in reroll meta, it's yeah. way more punishing in reroll meta. Because in, I mean, um, you're just gonna lose like three points on the day for fun just because like one guy <laughs> decides I don't give a fuck. Like, like I don't give a fuck. Like I feel like playing Zed, so I'm just gonna play Zed. Like you just get one guy, and and it is what it is. Like you hopefully can turn that game that would have been a first into a fucking fifth or, or a fourth. I, I played. I, I went up in a Rek'Sai spot in opening weekend, and I'm I'm like scouting around, and someone is someone is pivoting into Rek'Sai into the into the fucking line, and I was molding so hard. I was like, this line is fucking terrible. I'm only playing because I felt like I had to. There is just no way from your spot you are pivoting into this dog shit to contest Rek'Sai. Like there. There is fucking no way. I think when you get like giga grief like that, though, like you, your goal should absolutely just be to avoid Batu. Yes. Because like yeah. bot, bot twos in tournaments, like it's really hard to come back. Like if you're trying to win, if you're trying to win, like you can't, you can't bot two. You can't afford to bot two. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's too, it's too devastating. Wait, 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 Karam. Did, uh, I have a question. Um, what? the final day, did you make any major mistakes that cost you points? Do you think? Uh. Probably, probably. Because uh, I, mean, I, mean, I could have won, won the 1v1 versus you, but I was already reading my chat. The, um, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. No, also, that was so lucky. Like, I won the 30%. Oh, yeah, it was a 33% effort I rewatched. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah all I had to I do made was, like, 
All I had to do was like try to Zephyr you in like any round that I win. So I made one huge mistake that that final. I was like AFK my Zephyr backline reading my fucking shot. So I guess I couldn't have won anyways because like if I made a mistake, like you probably made a mistake, and that's probably at one one or two points. But but yeah, like this game I play, I didn't play four multicaster, and I'm pretty sure it cost me like four points. I mean, mm. I I think I'm I'm like I mean I for sure made some mistakes, but I don't yeah, think yeah, anything yeah. cost me uh like four points. Like I think I won by so much that I still would have won. If everything else is the same, I wonder if like Dish Sober DQA like made any like major mistakes that cost him points. I mean, just I mean, mentioned just that he. I think I, I did. I think I chose all the right lines on the final day, which is like probably the main reason that I won. Huge, yeah. Because right. uh, even if I do make mistakes within the line, if I chose the right line, I'm probably already placing like almost at my max. This 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 meta felt to me like two one was often the most important turn of the game. Yeah, I mean, the, the last patch, you basically um, need to know, like, from your items and um, augments, what you, can, what you can play, right? What real comps you can play or what forecast comp you can play. And then you scout and see what people are playing and see if there's anything open for you. Yep. And then, like, you commit to that one, kind of, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people this week controlled their games as well, just forcing barrel lines that just straight up are not there. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't exist. And they just... Fourth in anyway, and if Belt you don't fucking power their ass off, like, it, it, it's basically the equivalent of like, you, you remember the last game where I called Zed and muted, and, and then you you played Zed with a single IE and opened. Yeah, I had to though. Like, like uh, if I if I if I stay in Zed there, like it's basically the equivalent of like me staying in Zed there. Like that's yeah, all yeah, a lot yeah. of players. Like, they don't give a fuck. Like they don't give a fuck. I don't know why. No, I, like, I feel like they should player. give a fuck. No, you're I, a good I, player. I, I, they, I think they it. might give a fuck, but they straight up don't know. How? No, no, like, no. Sometimes it's investment for the future. Like Solus is going belt tier Rod Z because no motherfuckers contesting him again, right? Like no one is fucking playing that. Like if he's on the line, he's on the fucking line. What are you gonna do? Oh, I think he doesn't anything, give a fuck. People, and he's proven it. People will probably just like observe his play more if if he's like only forcing from any spot. Like you just go look at Solus wads. Because like the thing is, like on ladder, this guy was actually pivoting a lot. And and, and day one and day two, he was pivoting a lot. Like I'm pretty play, sure he didn't play that much then. It was only until the, the 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 second half of day three and four where he was hard forcing, like every single fucking game only Zed. No, he he is a pivoter for sure. Look, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure people care. It's just that like they feel like they want to gamble the reroll line and get luckier than the other person. They don't think they can get a higher AVP if, um, unless they do that. You know, mm. like like they 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 don't have. Like I can, I I can sometimes. I mean, do, I can like, understand it if your spot is too fucking good, but like I feel like if your spot is too fucking good, you should top four regardless. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, yeah, no. Like, if your spot is bad for it, you should definitely pivot. Like, bo- like tier rod belt. Like, say I can <laughs> test you Zed. Back to the same thing. Say, say, say I can test you Zed final game for whatever fucking reason. You're you're going top four of that game regardless. You're not you're not going to win probably, but but you're still going top four. Like your spot was fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I knew you were going to pivot, though. That's why. Because, like, I was like, there's no way you don't pivot. My spot's fucking cracked. And, like, I, I don't think you had the items for it or something. And then, like, I was like, yeah. You're probably oh, as soon as Belt's cloak drop, I already knew I wasn't playing Zed. Yeah, like, also, I need uh, to play for first. So, like, even if I went eighth, I didn't really care. So, I, I just took the first or eighth line. But, like, I, like I, I do think, like, there is, like, this weird dynamic, especially in tournaments. Like, like especially Robin. Like, Robin does all the fucking time where, like, you basically just pre-call your comp and, like, if it fucking works out, you're a lot less likely to be contested. So, like, as soon as I got the fucking Zed, like, I'm just calling it, and then if fucking BF glove drops, I, I, I'm chilling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
And, but I'll, and, I'll scout and see if you're is who's and like this. This part of tournaments, by the way, and like even ladder is like something I fucking hate. And it's like part of what I fucking hate about reroll metas is that it's actually correct to like do this cringe shit where you like call and, and mute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It I mean, it's, it's, it's an edge. It is so. very correct. It, 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 it's yes. the fucking worst, but it's it's actually correct as, as fuck, which is like really fucking annoying. All right. Well, that was a really good discussion. Uh, we're going to move on to the next portion of the show called Agree, and we're going to put out some statements. And this one's inspired by some of the statements we saw around the community. And it's kind of along the lines of what you just talked about. So I'll just throw it out. This first one's inspired by DQA from my conversation with him today, which is, uh, despite the, quote, high variance patch, there was a massive gap between the top 20 players and the rest of the field for the Failure Cup. Do we feel... Like that is top true. 20. Top twenty, 20 like too to high. be clear, not that we will finish top twenty. The idea is the best twenty players. Best twenty right? players, so right? The established like, names. Probably one of the best twenty players, but got you know had bad variants on day one, kind of. A up. massive gap. Okay. Uh, uh, don't we need a list for this? <laughs> I feel like I, I agree. I agree. Just sentiment, sentiment. You don't have to be precise. It could be this, eighteen. This, one, could be this was the, this was the most active final day of any tournament I ever played. Like usually, a lot more people get fucking uh, like variants out of out of day three. Like even if they're like better than like they're obviously like just because you're better than like half the field doesn't mean you're gonna go date like final day, right? But like yes, in the yes. tournament, it actually did mean that, which is weird because it's, it's uh, unusual because we're so used to the wild <laughs> results in TFT. Robin, you said you agree. You want to elaborate on that? Yeah, I agree because like when you play on ladder, you can tell like. I mean, when you can tell, like, literally, there's like, there's eight players, right? Like, there's like six players that don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I feel like ladder was like pretty easy. You can get top four like pretty easily. Um, also, yeah, like, I think the show said the final day had a lot of like, you know, not, not necessarily known in names are always like the best players, right? But like, but like, uh, I feel like the final day had all good players. And I feel like, I don't know if this is true, but like, is this the first tournament where like the top four were all like relatively like strong known players? I'm not really sure. Because uh, I feel like there's always like had that. Yeah, we usually. Yeah, have a good I feel like there's always like two or two or three random people. I mean, I don't want to say random, but like. Uh, I mean, know. there were still random people. Like, I don't know who Vanilla XD is, but that guy almost won the tournament. Yeah, we've had people who are like up and comers, right? When we had like uh, like Awasian Boss of Skills Malala, you know, that it feels like those people are like kind of known, but not the most popular names in North America at the time. So yeah, we've it's, it's we have it's been rare that we see it be like this, where it's like such a high density amount of top players. Uh, Bryce, where do you sit on this? I agree, but I think this is just a set and forget agree. I don't know that there's ever. It, it, yes, this was a higher variance patch, but it, but the TFT always leaves so much room for skill expression, and there's always a pretty clear gap between the top twenty and the rest of the field. I think um, ability. The fact that like the meta change so much also like almost works like, like, true, like it, it works a lot better in your favor if you're a good player it, it definitely does because you have more and if you're a full-time streamer adjusting you know i had i had just like 50 games on the previous patch leading up to the tournament i had i don't know 15 on Dude, this maybe that's why tournament. yeah maybe that's why like all the full-time uh, I, I had, like, like 10 players on the new patch but the thing is like I, I was like laying in bed, like studying for 10 hours straight. Yeah, so. my games are basically <laughs> my play, right? Like, I mean, I could watch some during workday, like on second monitor type of vibes. Right. <clears throat> well, chat mostly agrees, almost a 75 25 split. So 
I think a lot of people were very much in line and I agree with it as well. I think for the most part, I noticed that there just seemed to be a lot cleaner of a play and there's a gap between people that even some people that got results. I felt like there was a lot of moments where I was just head scratching, but it is what it is. I mean, there was there was a moment during the, the like uh, the co-stream. So we were watching someone. They were like fast nining. They were pivoting. They had Belveth two, and they put fucking tricksters on the Belveth two. Man, I was so fucking. They had items too. They had like a a gun good delta. They put on the Belveth. So who who did that? Who did that? I don't, I don't remember, was, but I know man. exactly what Bryce is talking about. And I, I was just like, man, I fucking, I, I took Giga Eighth on day three in this tournament. This person is at the end of this tournament. They just put up, they just did this. I can't believe they just did this. Like, I, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it happens all the time. Like, it, it can, it can be correct, but like, it, but I, I, it, I it, promise you, it was not correct. Not correct. In, in that spot, it was not correct. It was not. They, I think they correct, lost man. right after they did that too. So it, it was so bad, man. All good. Our, our second degree is something that's similar to what Dish Soap had tweeted out. Again, this is inspiration from some of the conversations we saw, which was uh, overall, this is the weakest that the North America ladder has been. And I, and I just set a time frame. So I just put the past year, like basically 2023, going into like maybe the end of set seven. The quality average challenger player is much lower. What do we think? We'll start off with Robin. Um... Dude, Dish Soap got so much hate for this tweet. It's so funny. Yeah, which was uh, so stupid. It was mostly banter. I have no idea why he got backlash for this tweet. It's because TFT is getting more popular now. So there's like more like, yeah. like normies. But anyways, um, weakest that any letter has been in the past Maybe year. I think it's important to, to ground this in when he said it, which was the pat the week ago patch, right? So not the current patch. Two weeks not ago. the patch we just played, played on the, the B patch is when the he lottery said patch. The patch that people consider the lottery patch, yes. The Kaisa lottery patch? Yeah, that, that, that's the patch. I, I disagree with the characterization, but yes, that's the patch he was talking about. Sorry, I'm... Um, no, you're good. I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I can't disagree or agree. I don't know how strong ladder is, but... Yeah, I don't know how strong ladder is. I, I, yeah, I have, yeah, I have yeah. like a, it's a very clear agree for me for what it's worth. Oh, why, why, why is that though? I, I, I don't know. Like, why, why would because, it be weaker? Because everyone treated that patch like it was the lottery when it wasn't the fucking lottery, man. I mean, obviously, those two, the Azir Lux and the Kaisi Yasuo lines were the strongest lines in the game. Okay. But, there were a lot of other lines that people should be open to. They weren't lines like vertical sorks or like Auction was really good that patch, for example. And like I was the only per like I think I was the only person I saw playing Auction in the whole like in all, all my 12 games over the course of the first weekend. Um, and th there were a bunch of lines like that that people need to be open to. And when people played those lines, I, I was watching people who I thought were good at the game on streams, watching them do these roll downs and they're only buying the exact set of units that they need for the line. Like if they're playing fucking challengers, they're not buying anything other than the specific challenger units. Like they're not buying Gwyn. They're not buying. Oh, my, my camera uh, shut off. OK, they're, they're not buying Gwyn. They're not buying Nasus. They're like not building flexible boards. They're not willing to play like four in that spot. My cat is like ruining my all right, while Bryce picks his camera. No, 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 I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Okay, so, okay. like, they, they were just, like, playing super fucking narrowly and linearly, and I have, I've never seen the ladder like that before, where, like, the high, the high ELO players, like, forgot how to play TFT. 
And so, like, the reason why I felt like I had huge edge on that patch is because I didn't turn off my brain. And I would play board, like, I would just, like, buy Nasus and Gwyn and play them on my board, right? And, like, it didn't matter what board I was playing. Those are good units. You could play around them. Like, I played, you know, Lux, Kaisa, Duo Carry that tournament. I played, like, you know, Gwyn, Four, Juggernaut, Fast Nine that tournament. Like, there's, there were a bunch of ways that you could play the game that no, people weren't open to at all. It was bizarre how bad people were at that patch. I oh, can I add? Oh yeah, go well, ahead, Robin, can, can, and then Kurum go. I finally remember when he tweeted this. I definitely agree. I, I remember now. Um, when he tweeted this, a lot of people were giving for, um, Dish of shit because they're like, because he's saying like everyone's playing the same. What Bryce is saying on level seven roll down, they were clicking these specific seven units that was on the, in the board, right? Like Lux's here, they were they were selling like two star units for like for like a Garen one, yeah. you know, whatever stuff like that, right? And then that's what Dish was talking about. But everyone gave him shit because they're like. Bro, I just looked at your low chest. You're playing the same exact comps, but that's not what Dishup was talking about. He's talking about like getting to that comp, yes. getting there. People are selling their two star upgraded units for one and then playing one one stars, but like of that comp, right? Um, and that's what Dishup was saying, like why everyone sucked. Mm -hmm. And and I agree because like they were they're doing that and like yeah, everyone was just like copying the comp list, I guess you know, and then playing like one star units, like getting a weaker board, building a weaker board, maybe basically. All right, so we got two agrees. Kurum, what do you think? Uh, I'm still trying to remember what patch it was. It was like Kaisa Zero Lottery. Yeah. Patch. Like, in, uh, it was the one we oh. had to roll on three five or oh. even three three sometimes. Oh, I like that patch a lot because I feel like people had like super weak boards until yeah. like stage four. Yeah. So you could get like a lot of free top fours. Um. Was it like the weakest any ladder's ever been past in the year. past year? Not not ever been, but like they it was like uh, a bit. I just picked a defined period of time, which was dude, 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 the, the the weakest any ladder's ever been is actually a set four beginning of set four when Socks showed everyone like how to play the game. Yeah, but um, was it the weakest any ladder's ever been in the past year? I mean. I don't know, probably. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he was like fucking memeing with this tweet. He was so, like, yeah. he's, he's basically just like ego memeing. Um, yeah, because like the thing is like any like everyone played such shit boards until like stage four where they like fucking send zero. That uh, yeah, like people would just yeah they send zero when they don't have to, you know? Yes. Yeah. They agree when they don't have to, and like, yeah, I'm victim like, of that. I'm pretty sure I, ha I adopted this stupid playstyle for a bit too, mm -hmm. like. I we sold everything did, for Kaisa one, Yasuo one. He probably saw me play and, and tweeted this, probably. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, Mick's, it, it's Milk's fault. Milk was out there tricking noobs every day on stream, only buying As like, he does. the very As specific he does. set of units. I mean, the thing is, like, the two comps use, like, like very similar items. So if you, if you just, like, buy carries and you roll down, you don't have to play, yeah. like, those two, like, specific A units. I think that's all Bishop was saying, like, yeah. that you don't have to play these. Like eight specific units, seven specific units, like every single game. Like you can play like Kaisa and Azir together. Like like it's fine if you have like a shit ton of like AP attack speed, like backline items. Like it's fine. Like you just play like whatever you hit. Yeah, like you item holds Valkos too, and before like the Lux Azir board, you know, like Sork into whatever, you know. I like it. I like it. Milk in chat. Shout out to him. We have one final agree, which is a little bit from uh, a little bit from left field. But I was curious what people thought. I thought about this one right before the show. <clears throat> China has started using heart rate monitors in competition. North oh. America and the other regions should adopt this for high stakes competitions as well. 
What they do for people who don't know is that there's an overlay above the webcam that shows their heart rate. And there's people who are cool as a cucumber. 60 second, always between 80 and 90. Doesn't really skip a beat. But then there's players like, I don't know, like Shunga and Liu Li and all these other really good players who hit like 140, 150, 160, 170 during high intense situations. Okay. And it okay? makes it really interesting. So I'm you already know where I stand. I say agree because I love the pure entertainment value, but I'm curious what the players say. Let's start off with Kurum. Oh, I mean, I'm like hard agree. Cause I think I think uh Cam should be required. Like I'm kind of surprised Cam is still not required. Agree. At, at this point of Thank competitive you, TV, like, like we need we, like dude, we need to like like make it more entertaining for viewers. Like, dude, watching like some guy win a fucking tournament with with no cam is kind of lame, no? Like yes. the thing is, like, I'm not willing to lead by example because like I will I want to give myself every single edge that I possibly can. If I play better off cam and no one else has to use a cam, I'm not gonna use cam either. But the thing is, like, if cam is required, I feel like it's actually a buff to me because like I'm super comfortable on cam from being on cam every single day. And like it'll also make like the game like more like like more, the viewers can connect to the players more if they see their fucking facial expressions like during the game. So like I, I'm I'm all for like more like this is like about like connecting more to like the players' emotions, right? Like this this this, yes, this question. Exactly. Like I'm I'm all for anything that includes that. So yeah, agreed. love it. Great answer, Robin. What do you think? Uh, I just want to say, me and Soju are paving the way for Cam. Like, we don't have to use Cam, but I'm pretty sure we are the only two... Okay, honestly, I think a lot of players actually use Cam, like, like lesser-known players, you know? Like, yeah. Ram yeah, Cam like, used to always use Cam, like, right? Like, like, me. Yeah, or Bryce, yeah, and or, like, Weijin. I think Weijin uses Cam, too, right? Or I'm yes. not really sure. Weijin uses yeah, Cam, so, uh, Appy's uses Cam, some, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, some of the even, like, boss of skills uses Cam, stuff like that. Yeah, like, no one has to use Cam, right? And then, like... Like, you know, I probably play better, like, without a cam, too. But I just want to, um, you know, I want the viewer experience to be better. Also, I kind of want to get used to being on cam because I know inevitably in the future, it's probably going to be required. I mean, so I want to get every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right? I mean, in tournaments, it's kind of different, I feel like. like uh, in tournament, it's different. Like, the reason I don't use cam in tournaments is because, I mean, if no one else has to, why would I, like, possibly? Like, if it could even make me place, like, 0.5 average placement lower, like, why would I do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do it. I did it to try to get used to it, I guess, because I, I feel like on cam with, in tournament is probably different than streaming. Mm. Um, so, so I've been doing it try to get to get used to it, and I'm pretty used to it by now. Also, I feel like I play better with cam on. I, I remember at Worlds, like there was like no cam or no chat or something, I'd, and I was just like in my bedroom, like super quiet and like kind of like it's kind of weird. But anyways, um, uh, I, I agree with this. I think like I'm not required at Worlds. So like. You don't like the way when I played Worlds. Um, you don't stream on Twitch. You just have you like stream on like you just have to use your cam, but like, um, but it's like not on Twitch, basically. A private um, RTMP feed that they can play. Okay. If I mean, you, hopefully if by set ten, like everyone is required to use camera if you if you want to play in like day three. Yes. Of a turn. Please. Yeah. Or, yeah please, please tell please. wisdom this. Uh, they, didn't even they didn't even grab camps from people who had them. They were just because it was tournament realm and Most. like not everyone had them, so they, they were. I don't think there were any player cams. All right. Well, um, I agree with this. I think. I think there's. Day. I think. I think people, people are gonna meme me though. But like, I'm about to get heart attack or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my already spikes for sure. Uh, that's great though. That's great. Honestly, it, it, it ended up defining certain players. Like, there's one player I didn't really know much about, but he's always really calm. And there's another player that I didn't know. He was playing Earth. 
as his main legend in tournament. He's the only Earth player in the entire entire field, and his heart rate was always spiking. And so it was really fun to like watch that and make that part of the storyline. I think yeah. it'd be really funny. Like you get a Tom on Krugs and your heart rate just spikes, or like, you get a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like or think fast, think fast, roll down. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, let's wrap up the show with a fantasy score recap. Oh where no. We get to see how well we did with our picks. And despite not spending his entire budget by $14, he undershot it. Kiyun ended up winning by five points, barely, thanks to good performances by DQA and apparently himself, because Soju did really well. Um, or sorry, not himself. Um, with Soju, he didn't perform nearly as well himself for me. I lost by five points, but that was, this is actually one of the closest fantasies that we've had in quite some time. In dead last stands Mr. Bryce Blom. Bryce, any any comments? Honestly, I loved my draft. Like, uh, I, I'm really surprised that Pocky and Weijin did not make day four and do well. I thought both of those guys were going to have really good tournaments. So that's TFT. You still made the steal of the draft somehow. Solus, $1.52 points. The ratio on this man God, is outrageous. It was known as soon as I got no Solus for $1, no it was fucking, it was fucking over. He's the best $1 pick in the history of the draft. <laughs> Isn't Solus kind of underrated as well? No. Really? Every time he's ever been... Every, <laughs> here's the thing about Solus, man. Every time he's rated highly and you spend a lot of money on him... Bro, I spent money on Solus? Dead last. Yeah. For, for LCQ, it was like the weakest field of all time. He went 16 out of 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Solus is kind of like Gwyn... If you if you expect him to carry, it's a fucking disaster. But if he's just like <laughs> on your board and you didn't invest that much in him, he pops off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, I want to give a thank you, special thank you to Kurum. Like I said, I was willing to pay way more money, but I, I, I got you for eight bucks and you, you crushed it, man. Couldn't be more proud. Well done. And uh, of course, more fantasy in the future. Can't wait to see it. I mean, Robin, wait, thank wait. you. You got like half my team's points. Wait, I yeah, Rob, Robin we were dead last. How did I get more points than Kurum, though? It combined uh, day one and day two uh, scores. Combined, yeah, combined score, right? Oh, I went 17 okay, okay. On, on day three. Yep. 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 So oh, I'm not Robin. Robin, you were a beast. Oh, beast. You and Dish Soap. Yeah, you tied Dish Soap in points uh, across the weekend, Robin. So well done. <laughs> oh, oh, how, do you guys, how do you guys get gashed by a guy with no bonus points, by the way? Four point Dude, bonus points is fucking uh, bonus points is a curse, man. Like it's actually a curse. <laughs> uh, I mean, I honestly think they're pretty fake. Like, you lose all your bonus points in one ball four. No, it's fake. It's, it's actually big. Like, though. like they're all they're all gone in one ball four. Uh, yeah, but it's just been... don't bop four, and then it's fine. Yeah, just don't bop four. Fellas, it's been a fantastic episode. I know you guys usually don't do the reviewed, but this was a great new vibe that we brought in with experienced veterans. But we do got to call it, especially because I know Karen's going to go stream. So, Robin, uh, any final words before we end the show? Well, thanks for having me as always. And um, when is the next tournament? Like in a month? Uh, uh, no, two it's weeks. More like two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, oh. So it's weekend a, one. Weekend after, one is in two weeks. Weekend. Oh wait, when's the next snapshot? Oh fuck, I should actually like in like ten days, basically. Oh fuck, mm, I should actually try to climb. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure go to giantslayer.tv/slash. Wait, you're guaranteed to day two already, so you're chilling. Oh, nice. I can jerk off. Yeah. Okay, we but, can look, both but like, jerk I, I still want to climb like. For, like okay dude honestly like the study group that's like trying to get like a fucking twitter screenshot as their fucking main goal for the set like i no, kind of no, no, wanna... we can't let them we can't let them guys we can't no, let like them. i, I kind of want to i want i kind of want to sit them down oh i'm sitting <laughs> oh, 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 rivalry, it. rivalry it's great I, I, i'm just gonna use that as my motivation to uh to take letters seriously
No, I wanted to. I also wanted to do do a one, two, three, four with us. But then I looked at fucking DQA. He's at one KLP. So I was like, okay, never mind. Uh, oh, I'm at eleven hundred right now, but I can climb to fifteen hundred pretty fast. So. I would okay. like a group ladder wager because they want to wager you guys so super hard, but you can't do it yeah. in an official tournament. So some other thing, Wait, maybe why, ladder why? makes because Wait, there's you collusion can? incentives. And yeah, you like can't because there's like it could create incentives to win trade other people exactly. on your team. It's it's, Wait, the right, correct, it's the correct decision. It's a no problem, like it's what about what if what if like a tournament that we host like not like a oh I am down to organize that with you. Oh, if you yeah, like a real four v four v four v four or something. That would be fucking hype. We could we would we could produce it, cast it. That would be super. No, we should do that, and then like yeah, and then we just like everyone just like dishes it or like puts in and into the pot yeah yeah it's a buy-in buy-in winning we team can do takes it all. as a practice event going into like mid-set or something like that so you guys are taking it seriously for warm-up or we can just do it as a side thing but we, yeah, we could really easily and and we've been talking about experimenting with a bunch of things but we could theoretically like try to crowdfund the prize pool a bit like you guys all put in money and then people like could contribute oh, to the yeah, prize yeah. pool all right well we got a new idea to cook up and we'll see what ends up happening in the meantime Kurum, any final words so, and thoughts uh nope Thanks for having me. Lovely. Always a pleasure to have you, my man. And uh, you're gonna, I don't think we can, we can edit and censor this episode. <laughs> we have current next on it is, it, 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 we just let it fly. Bryce, any final words and thoughts? <laughs> uh, fun episode. You guys are beasts. I'm really glad you did so well. And I hope that the uh, rest of the set goes as well as the start of the set did. So you guys are worlds. All right. Sounds good. Kurum, kick on the stream. I'll be able to read you immediately. And that does it for this episode. If you miss any part of the show, check out our stuff, youtube.com slash at DTIYDK or follow us on all of our audio-only platforms at anchor.fm slash DTIYDK. For Frodan and Bryce, Kurum, and Robin, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time for more TFT action. Have a good night.